So being part of the FSIN, uh, we're very happy to host this event here in Washington. Uh, my name is uh, Rob Voss, um, and I will be your moderator. In full disclosure, I should say that I was already involved in the production of the first edition of the, the report in this nature last year, um, uh, in 2017, um, uh, and also part of the FSIN when I was still with uh, FAO. Now I'm also re-engaging with this report uh, well at IFPRI, uh, also the production of this year's report. The subtitle of today's event is From Humanitarian to Development, De Developmental Responses. And even though the report is not a policy report, it's a report that reports on food crisis hotspots and it's determinants, um, I still think the focus of this discussion is very appropriate, if only for the two key findings uh, of the report. First, we've seen more people facing severe situations of food crisis, uh, food insecurity in 2017 as compared with 2016, and again more than in the years uh, before. Second, most of today's food crises are recurrent and projected crises. For instance, in uh, February of, of last year, 2017, famine was declared in uh, south, parts of uh, South Sudan. Then subsequently, humanitarian assistance helped to stave off that to evolve into a major uh, humanitarian disaster. But today, um, the number of people facing food crisis are more than we saw last year. Maybe not as severe as close to a famine, but yes, in what uh, the integrated phase classification says uh, in uh, stages three to four um, and not, not yet phase five. So, and also the situation is going to worsen in the expectations uh, as reported uh, in the uh, global report as the conflict lingers on, as more people are displaced and food prices have uh, skyrocketed uh, because of the uh, food scarcity. All of this is to say is that humanitarian assistance can attenuate a food crisis situation, not prevent it from worsening and uh, happening again. So I'm not to give a full introduction to the report, but we have a, a very good and outstanding uh, group, I should say, of experts today to talk about the report and to the theme of from humanitarian to development responses. So they will talk to these uh, issues and um, hopefully lead us to a discussion about what can be done to uh, avoid that uh, the situation now affects over 124 million people in the world um, can be prevented and attenuated uh, moving forward. I'll introduce the speakers as they take the floor, but before introducing the first uh, speaker, let me convey to you to the apologies of Congressman Jim McGovern, who sincerely regrets he cannot be here, as he was called uh, this morning, uh, for urgent congressional uh, matters. This is unfortunate, unfortunate but uh, we still have a program loaded with sufficient expertise to enlighten you this morning. Uh, 
So now turning to the program, um, our first speaker is uh, Ambassador David O'Sullivan, who will speak uh, first. We are very honored to have you here, Ambassador. Uh, Ambassador O'Sullivan was appointed head of the European Union delegation to the United States in November uh, 2014. And as the European's top diplomat to the United States, Mr. O'Sullivan uh, oversees the EU bilateral relationship with the US and the direction and work of the UN EU delegation, including political, economic, and commercial affairs. We're very honored to have you here, and I would also like to underline the role of the European Union uh, in supporting uh, this work that has led to the production of this report, as well as in supporting the development of early warning, early action systems to identify and prevent food crisis. To further underline this, uh, um, Ambassador Sullivan will also introduce the video message that we will hear from EC Commissioner for International Cooperation and Development, Nevan Mimicha. Ambassador O'Sullivan, you have the floor. 